Today, we are going to discuss three deaths that are so crazy and unexpected, I bet that after I tell you how the bodies were found, there is no way you will be able to guess what caused them. Each of the three stories will get progressively crazier as we go, so make sure you stick around until the end of the episode. Welcome to the Truly Terrifying Show. If you like stories about crime, killers, and mystery, then this is the spot for you. We upload one to two times per week on YouTube and all podcast directories. We also post some additional content on TikTok and Instagram, so if that interests you, go check it out. In today's episode of the show, we will be going over three of the craziest deaths of all time. These stories are so unexpected, there is no way any of you will be able to guess how they happened before I tell you. If you have any guesses, make sure to leave them in the comments and let's see how many of you can get them right. So, let's get right into the episode. In September of 2008, a Swedish woman named Agneta Westland decided to take her dog for a walk. Agneta was retired, and she absolutely loved the walks her and her dog would share every day. It was nice outside, so she started to go through the village and then up a mountain trail where she veered off and went into the forest. She had lived there practically all her life and knew the terrain like the back of her hand, so instead of staying on any paths, she ventured through the forest and went towards a lake nearby. Hours later, her husband Angmar returned to an empty house. It was extremely rare that Agneta would ever leave without leaving a note, so he grew concerned. Noticing that the dog was also gone, he realized she must have taken it for a walk. He put on a jacket and started following all of Agneta's regular routes, hoping he'd find her along the way. He started in town, and then he too ventured into the forest. As he drew closer to the lake, he saw something up ahead. Laying battered on the forest floor was his wife. She was dead. Devastated, he ran back into the town and led the police to the body. When they saw her, they immediately suspected Ingmar and arrested him for murder. He was held in police custody for 10 days, but after his alibi checked out, they had no choice but to release him. Despite this, he remained a prime suspect for six months after the murder. The evidence was showing that Ingmar wasn't responsible, so the police decided to conduct more tests. When they first found her, she had fur and saliva on her clothing. Initially, they didn't think anything of it, but with little more to go off of, they decided to send it to be tested. What the police found out was so shocking and unexpected, it left the town speechless. The test came back and definitively proved what had killed Agneta. The culprit was a drunk elk. You heard me right, a drunk elk. Basically, the elk had eaten some fermented apples not long before running into Agneta. The fermented apples had caused the elk to go into a drunken and more aggressive state. Therefore, when they ran into the elk, the dog must have barked, causing the elk to attack them. The dog managed to run off, but Agneta was not so lucky. She was ultimately trampled to death by the drunk elk. Ingmar was exonerated of the crime, but the dog and elk were never seen again. On May 22, 2015, a jogger in Hong Kong ran into a mystery on the side of the street. They were running past a parked car when they noticed something strange. 
inside the car there was what appeared to be a mother and daughter. Both of them were slumped over motionless, so the jogger knocked on the side of the window, hoping they were just asleep, but there was no response. He called the police immediately, and they were able to identify the woman as Wong and Lily Fung. It's suspected that Wong was driving Lily to school when they both passed away unexpectedly. The police investigated in and around the car, but there was nothing to go off of, so they couldn't initially figure out what had caused the death. There weren't any signs of foul play, and there was nothing to suggest a suicide. When they looked inside the vehicle, they found almost nothing. The only thing inside was a deflated yoga ball. Later, an autopsy revealed that both of the women had died from severe carbon monoxide poisoning. At first, this made sense, seeing as they were in the car. But, after they investigated the car further, they realized it had no defects or leaks. This meant that someone would have had to manually pump in carbon monoxide, or the air quality surrounding the vehicle would have had to been horrendous. This theory would quickly be disproven given the severity of the carbon monoxide poisoning. It was looking as if this case were going to go unsolved, when all of a sudden one of the detectives discovered the murder weapon. The craziest part about this case is that even after I tell you what the murder weapon is, you probably still won't understand what happened. As it turns out, the object that was responsible for their deaths was actually the yoga ball. The detective found this out when he was looking into potential suspects. Wong's husband Ka was an anesthesiologist who was recently involved in an affair. When she found out, she refused to file for divorce, so Ka decided to take it into his own hands. He began by purchasing thousands of dollars worth of carbon monoxide, which he claimed to be using for an experiment. Then, he took an inflatable yoga ball and filled it up with all of the carbon monoxide. Next, he put it in the back of his wife's car and tampered with it in such a way that as she was driving, it would slowly release the carbon monoxide, thus rendering her terminally unconscious. It's likely that his plan would have gone perfectly, but two things happened that messed it all up. First, he hadn't planned on his daughter being in the car. He didn't want to lose her, so when he found out that she had died, he was shocked. Next, he was hoping Wong would have passed out while she was driving. That way, any evidence would have been destroyed in a car accident. Instead, she pulled over for some reason, which gave the cops the evidence they needed to convict him. Ultimately, Ka was sentenced to life in prison. On August 2nd, 2017, 69-year-old Lucien and his friend, 38-year-old Olivier, sat down for a dinner on Lucien's patio. The two men were extremely close, and often met up for dinner to chat about life. Neighbors described their relationship like father and son. Lucien was retired, so he spent the entire day prior preparing a gourmet dinner of roast beef, canned beans, camembert cheese, and a baguette. He also made sure to stock up on wine. The two were looking forward to the dinner, and it was shaping up to be another great night among friends. The following morning, Lucien's neighbor noticed something odd. Next door, Lucien was still at the dinner table, dressed in the same clothes as the day before. 
It looked like he was asleep and his head was slumped over his plate. At first, she told herself that he probably just drank too much, which wouldn't have been that far off character. But after two more hours of him still sitting there, she decided to call the police. After entering the house, they found Lucien still slumped over the table, but next to him was Olivier who was laying on the ground. The officers checked their bodies and realized that they were both dead. It was almost as if they were eating dinner, then boom, they both died. The officers also noted that it was almost like they were frozen in time. Their food was half eaten, their wine half drank, and there was no sign of struggle or foul play. First, the police investigated any known enemies, but they found nothing. The running suspicion was that the two men had died from food poisoning, so they sent away the food to get tested. When it came back, the food was fine. The town and their neighbors were terrified because they believed there was a killer in their midst. But after the autopsy was conducted, their minds would be at ease. The following is what the authorities believed to have happened. When Olivier arrived at Lucien's house, the food wasn't quite finished cooking, so the two of them just had some wine and chatted while they waited. Based on their blood alcohol levels studied the next day, it's speculated that both of them must have consumed at least one bottle of wine prior to sitting down at the table. They both sat down to start eating and were having a great time. Suddenly, Lucien started choking. He didn't have very many teeth, and he was drunk, so he hadn't chewed his meat fully. It got stuck in his throat, and he couldn't breathe. Olivier didn't know what to do, so he starts panicking. He remembers back to when his mom would hit him on the back when he was choking, so he jumps up to help. When he gets out of his chair, he gets a sharp pain in his chest, and crumples over to his knees. Olivier had a genetic heart condition, so when he started panicking and he jumped up, his heart had to go into overdrive, and therefore he had a heart attack. With nobody around to help either of them, they both died. Although the event was extremely tragic and random, people who knew them personally were actually relieved. Not only were they not murdered, but they also died among friends happy. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the show. I really hope you liked it. If you did, please give it a 5-star rating. It seriously helps us so much. If you have any tips or suggestions, don't hesitate to tell me. You can leave them in the comments or on my Instagram or TikTok. See you next week.